to the 21st episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I'm Anna Marie. And this is our first episode of 2022. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, Happy New Year. Um, yeah, I was hoping, you know, it's funny how we finished last year with episode 20. I thought it'd be kind of cool to end last year with episode 21 and start, start this with 2022. With 2022, with, with 22 yeah. But finishing oh, well. with 20 episodes was great <laughs> We should have started a week earlier. <laughs> yeah. And so we are going to be doing different things this year, like we mentioned in our last episode. Uh, we're not going to do much different this episode. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, but in, yeah, in, the, in future episodes, we are going to kind of branch out a bit into what we're going to be doing with interviews and um, just different approaches to things, like our time machine reviews yeah. and things like that. But... Um, today I'm we so are... looking forward to those time review I know. machines. I know. I'm looking or at time our review shelf. machines. Wow, time machine reviews. <clears throat> what did you say? Time review machine. <laughs> the time review machine. No, but yeah, I'm looking at our shelf, and we've got so many cool older games. Oh yeah. Some of the some of which we haven't even played. Yeah. And I think a lot of people find it interesting. So um, we will get to those, and we'll we'll sneak those in periodically between newer games yeah so we'll still be concentrating on the new stuff whenever it comes in but when we don't have something in particular we want to talk about we are just going to grab something kind of at, kind of at random and uh i already have a list of what i want to do <laughs> okay good so <laughs> they won't be totally at random well that's good yeah <laughs> but this this episode we will do a top 10 and we are going to do our top 10 most anticipated games of 2022 at the end of this episode. But to kick things off, we will start with new to the collection because we did have a few more things come in for Christmas time. These ones were uh, not from Santa per se. Um, no, yours wasn't. Mine wasn't. I got um, uh, this one here. This was from Kurt and yeah. his family. They uh, they got me this one. So this one is uh, Calico, designed by Kevin Russ, illustrated by Beth Sobel, and published by AEG and Flat Out Games. So I'm sure yeah, most of been you... Yeah, tons of hype about Calico. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure most of you have already played or know yeah. about Calico. I have not. I have not played it. I've always wanted to. Um, so yeah, you're making a, making a quilt, trying to make the nicest quilt with buttons and make the coziest quilt for a little kitty to come curl up on. <laughs> yeah, looks so, great. Yeah. And the, yeah, the, the box art really is inviting. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny. I remember, um, I remember thinking when I saw it, I'm like, Calico, I'm like, that's not a Calico cat. And then uh, I yeah. remember listening to... Um, There's been a big debate about yeah, this. Yeah, I know. I remember yeah. listening to Royce and uh, and Aaron um, and the, from Definitely Board Game Podcast, and he was like, it's not a Calico cat. And yeah. I'm like, that's what I thought. But I guess it's a type of quilt or yes, something. Calico so Calico quilt, not the cat. <laughs> but still, it could have been a Calico but, cat. But know, it's a very gorgeous kitty I, on there, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. I read <laughs> so an, cute. an interview with uh, Beth Sobel. And because she did all the artwork. Yeah. And um, she explained that the reason they did not do a calico cat was that the tabby, I believe this is, yeah. just was more artistically works like perfectly yeah, on the blanket better on the for quilt. the art. Yeah. So I think that they, orange I think totally blends in set out to, to do the calico. But it just didn't look right on the, for the artwork. You know, just I wonder if it was the, the black. Because maybe know. the black would have um, just maybe didn't blend well with the the pastel-y kind of colors yeah, not, on the cover. Not sure. But, but either way, it doesn't bother me uh, no. so much. It was just kind of like, a, huh. No. I had to actually stop and think about it. Be like, is that what the calico? I thought 
I they thought calicos were black, white, and orange. I had but, no idea that calico was a term used for a type of quilt. Either, no, neither so, did I. I had no yeah. idea. I think because you know my extensive little... quilting yeah. background. <laughs> yeah, no, but it looks good though. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited. So tons thank of you, seem uh, to love that thank one. you, Curtin family. I'm very excited yeah. to to dip into that one. And I have another one here. Uh, this one comes from Pandasaurus Games, designed by Connor Wake. And this is Umbravia. So this is another one that was really popular. This was earlier mm-hmm. on, earlier on in 2021. And we only just recently got it. And this one has a really weird um, theme to it. So I'm going to read <laughs> off the back here. It says, just beyond the towering vines lies an ancient pathway into the unknown. Push back the thorn-riddled stalks to discover a Chattelstein? No. What is this? Clan? Clandestine? 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 I've never even heard this word. <laughs> Garden. Blooming with mysterious vigor. Vivid colors mark the way to intricate tiles zigging and zagging through the greens. Without the flower, with, within the flowers lies the key to greater meeting, meaning an explanation for all things unknown. Oh, that does sound interesting. Yeah, it's like, what? It sounds like a Totally mysterious garden. It's like walking it, into the secret garden. Yeah, and it says in Umbravia, players compete to control and complete the most cunning paths. Players will bid in secret to control the placement of the paths, but once placed, they belong belong to whoever can take control of them. Umbravia mixes blind bidding, area control, and route building in a delightfully simple to learn package. I never thought I would see area control with a flower garden. That's interesting. No. <laughs> I mean, I'd seen this one all over the place, mm-hmm. and people were loving it, but I'd never looked into actually what the deal is. And this, this, what it's explaining on the back was not at all what I anticipated. <laughs> and it says it's two to four players, plays in about 30 to 45 minutes. Nice. And yeah, it looks, looks fun. So that's a Umbravia from Pandasaurus. There's another new one that we have here. I, yeah, I, it sounds cool. Yeah. Like the blind bidding and area control seems... Blind bidding is fun. I like yes. that. Yeah, I can see from the the back that everyone has their own little screen, and you must bid on something and then remove your screen and show what yeah. show what you've bid. But yeah, it looks cool. I don't know. It, a lot of people seem to really like it. It was very very popular. It's the same with Calico. So yeah, um, I will give those a shot. Uh, well, soon. Yep. <laughs> we'll see what we get to. We have a whole stack of of new stuff here to get to, but. Yeah, I think that's it for new to the collection. So we're going to head on over to our crowdfunding segment where we have a cool um, Kickstarter to talk about. We'll see you over there. our crowdfunding segment of the episode and this is not a kickstarter no i was mistaken (laughs) it is it is on game found um and what game are we talking about we're talking about dutch resistance orange orange shall overcome by a liberation game design i am so excited Mm -hmm. for this game we were kind of cruising around on kickstarter and game found looking for something that we thought would be cool to talk about on this episode and not a ton was catching our eye until we kind of dug fairly deep and spotted this one and so what it says here about this game is that uh it says dutch resistance 
Orange Shall Overcome is a cooperative pick-up-and-deliver game in which players assume the roles of real members of the Dutch Resistance during the final years of World War II. It is a scenario-based game, with each scenario focused on one of the things that the Resistance was working on. I think this one intrigues me on on multiple levels. Yes. I mean, just, you know, with uh, the part that Canada played in the the liberation of of the dutch people and mm-hmm. and um just the resistance itself and we were just watching not long ago that yeah. new movie that came out on was it netflix or yeah it was the what was it called it was the fantastic and we watched it in it's yeah. and it's uh, all about it's dutch all and, about the liberation yeah. of of uh, the dutch and it's all about their the resistance and what they were up to and all the and the people that the like yeah that what they faced. were doing behind the scenes yeah and how they like how crucial they were in in helping to bring about the liberation and how they like without, you know, without them, our part, like Canada's part wouldn't have been as, as huge, you know, like it's just really cool. It oh, was it's really, really neat. And um, so this, like that intrigued me right away. And, um, and one thing else in the description, just in the personal story they have for one of the, for the designer, he says there, I also realized more and more that it should focus on nonviolent resistance and show how many things are possible if you just try to do what's right in a very dangerous world. Yep. So I thought that was cool because usually when you have war games, it's war, it's area control, it's, yep. you know, fighting, it's, you know, trying to... I mean, win, right? Like this is this is something totally different. It's about resisting and about it. There's no fighting. You're like he said, nonviolence. Yeah, it's no, just neat. It it's sounds so neat. Cool I'm very theme. intrigued. It has a little bit more info here. It says that um, you first off, when you're playing this game, you can pick a scenario. So I guess there's a few different scenarios you can choose from. It says with with its own goals. So each each scenario has its own goals and rules. And these goals might include expanding a network, keeping people safe, or moving important items around. To win, all scenario goals must be achieved. There are four difficulty levels, easy, medium, hard, and extreme. Yeah. And this is, I just feel like this game's going to ooze its theme and, like, just be so, I think it's going to be immersive. Um, and and it's I just, can't wait to yeah. play it. It sounds so cool. And he said he was he started to make the game after just talking with his grandma about wartime stories. Yep. And how he's like, I didn't want the stories to just go away. Yeah. You know, so like a combination of hers and other people's stories and things. Like I just I don't know. I'm just the whole thing is very I'm I'm super curious and anxious oh, or excited we, for this I'm game. I'm glad we found this one. It Me says, too. It also says here that during the game you need to make sure your alibi is good, that morale stays high, and that you keep every place safe so no raids will happen. Yeah. This is not easy to do as the occupiers, the Nazis, that control many roads are moving around to try and find out who the resistance members are. So the whole time you you feel like you've got these these people like sniffing you out yeah they're, like they're right i can on imagine it's going to be a very um like high stress game in the yes. sense that you're like heart's beating fast and you're like oh my gosh yeah, and i think so like thinking about it that way with how i imagine how stressed i'm going to feel during this game yep. i'm playing a board game i know i know like it, it doesn't even scratch like you can't I can't even compare you know like to what the, those people oh, were actually going through and feeling people... i can't I mean, I can't imagine doing that or anything. So, yeah, it's. I know it's weird bizarre. to think about. It's 
it's it, yeah, and it's just it's just since we got to watch that movie lately, and it's such a, like an accurate depiction of what yeah. these people were going through. It just yeah, I feel like this game is going to deliver. It just looks like it's going to. Um, and we can talk about the pledge levels. There's yeah. only a couple. Yeah. Um, there's an English pledge, a Dutch pledge, <laughs> and a two copy pledge. Yeah. And then there's a print and play version of the game, which you can get for next to nothing. Yeah. But um, no, for the actual games, it's just 55 euros for the game. Yep. In either English or Dutch. And then you can also get a two copy bundle for slightly cheaper. Yeah, you'd but save like you'd five save bucks five or euros. five euros. <laughs> yes. But no, we. Uh, I think we're going to go with that. The uh, English version. <laughs> English pledge at 55 euros. So it's going to be about $75 yeah. Canadian plus shipping. I don't know. It just seems. I think when you've got a, ga- a, a game like this that's got like history in it, that, you know, stories that are, I don't know. I just think it's, I think it's definitely a good one to have in the collection from. Oh, I agree. You know, I, I think it's, uh, I'm, ex- I'm very know. excited I think it for looks it. Good. And I don't know much about liberation game design. No. I don't know if this is a new company or not, but uh, yeah, we're looking forward to this. I'm glad that we kept scrolling and, Me too. and kind of went past the, the ones that are on just the main page there and that are kind of similar to games we've already played and yeah. talked about. And this one is very That's different. That's another thing is that it's very different and I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to, to that aspect of it. Yeah, I agree. I'm super looking forward to this one excited and uh well i don't think it might deliver by the end of 2022 but this might be a 2023 game yeah we'll see so we'll see but yeah that's the end uh of our crowdfunding segment we're gonna head on over and do our first list top 10 list of 2022 sorry i messed you up there what did you say top 10 yes top 10 (laughs) list of 2022 we'll be right back our end segment of the episode where we are going to do our first top 10 list of 2022 and this is going to be our most anticipated games of 2022 yeah hopefully yeah. they all get here all right yeah i know right <laughs> i uh, i was looking at my list i and think I was they like, will. a couple of these might not even show up but, but i'm holding out we hope. can't yes. we can't predict the future and a few of these were supposed to be 2021 yes um and on that note actually no you started no, I started last one. You can start. You can start this one okay. because I did last our last episode. I think so. Right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. started. Um, so before we do that, let's do our predictions for how many crossovers. Oh. This one was tough. I think we're gonna have three. Three. Eh? Let me look here. I'm gonna say one, two, three. I'm gonna say four. Four. I was going three, four. So yeah, I think we're in the same area, same yep. ballpark, okay. which is kind of funny because when we first started on this journey of this, right. I'm oh, like, it's gonna be nine or whatever. We're like, <laughs> yeah. we're like, should we even do this? We're all gonna have the same games, the same and then we looked at them order. and we're like, oh, yeah, no, no, we're gonna have different ones. Well, yeah, because right now we were counting through. We have over thirty games expected this year. Yeah, we have a problem. Yes, <laughs> it's a good problem though. <laughs> so it makes making lists pretty easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, so. My number 10, I believe it's been out already, um, like in the States, but it it's we're still waiting for it here. Yep. Um, we have this one uh, on pre-order, and that is 
Radlands by Roxley oh, Games. Radlands, yes. We, and we do have that, that. I think that was supposed to sneak in at the end of but 2021, didn't. but didn't. No, right? we still don't have it. And that one, um, it looks cool. It's just a the artwork is so awesome. Just neon. as yeah. uh, a post-apocalyptic. You're basically just trying to make sure that you're that you're the leader of your group and you're just trying to make sure your group wins. It's just a card game, I think. Mm. Just, but um, looks fun. Yeah, I think it was Z Garcia that yeah. really liked it. Yeah, so yeah, I, I mean, kept seeing it pop up that, on his list. That really did like that game. So. Yeah, so that's my number 10, Radlands. Cool, good one. Um, my number 10 is um, a game based on a video game IP that I really enjoy. And I thought that I was a little skeptical of this game the gate but from watching all the videos and and uh talking about it even talking about it on the uh kickstarter excess of value show on dyson's drag dyson dragons uh that would be the witcher the old world oh that's right from cd project red this one looks really good for a video game turned board game yeah this one looks really really good there was a lot of reasons that I thought this would be a, a good game. I don't remember all of them at the time, but we talked through this one at length. Yeah, we did. And this one, we I remember we were just basically like, yeah, no, this is going to be good. So right now that is my number 10. Um, because I think it's sitting in my number 10 slot because it isn't a, a video game IP and I'm just still not 100% sure it's going to blow me away. But from what I could see, I think it was looking really, really good. And I really like The Witcher. So yeah. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that this one really, really uh, impresses me. So yeah. that's number Good 10. Pick. Yeah. All right. My number nine is by Quick Simple Fun Games, and that is Boone Lake. And Boone Lake is, it just, it just sounded very interesting to me. You're basically leaving, you've had enough of civilization. You're leaving civilization, sailing off to go start, um, to basically just go create life again on uh, the shores of Boone Lake, a long forgotten part of the world where like there had been an ancient civilization, but it's just been forgotten about. So you and a group of people go and you're just trying to, it's kind of weird because you're leaving civilization, but it looks like you're just creating civilization. But yeah, but I don't know. It caught my, it caught my attention. Artwork again brought me in. Artwork looked good. And it um, was uh, Alex Fister, right? yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I want to say it was, I think it was it might Alex be. Fister. But there were lots of things that just made me think that it was going to be a good game. That does sound right. Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure it was, maybe I'm crazy, but yeah, no, look, you're I remember right. when we pre-ordered it, we were both pretty stoked on it. Yeah. So, yeah, no, sounds good. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one too. Boone Lake. Yeah. Boone Lake. Okay, so my number nine, this one, um, I knew I wanted it the second I saw the box art. <laughs> Basically, it was going to be an automatic back just because of how good it looked. Um, and we also talked about this one. Or did we? Oh, I can't remember if we did this one on Kickstarter Excess or Value. But this one is from Stone Sword Games, and this is Senjutsu Battle for Japan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this one is uh, a samurai dueling game. Yeah. With minis like uh, what do you what do you call that? Um, Samurai dueling game with minis. Yeah, I know there's a certain <laughs> word for it, but scrimmage. There you like go. Like a one-on-one scrimmage. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, this one just yeah, you're you're each representing a different type of samurai. There was like an old master or like a 
a warrior or an apprentice, and there was even the ninja yeah. involved. And like, yeah, talk this about was just gorgeous a, art cover. Oh yeah, the Holy. box alone made me want to back it. And then when yeah. I found out it looked like it's going to be a great game, yeah, it was a slam dunk. And yeah. then we found out that it was part of that trilogy. Yes. Right? So yes. this one is the the scrimmage one on one game, and then there's going to be the dungeon crawl game, and yep. then there's going to be the area control like war game, all themed around Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't wait. Those so, are gonna be good. I'm, and yeah, the box art just looks amazing. Yeah. So I am uh, very excited for this one. Sinjutsu Battle for Japan, number nine. Nice. All right. And it was Alexander Fister for Boon Lake. Yeah, I thought you so. were yeah, okay. super okay. duper correct. Not crazy. No, yeah, <laughs> that's probably another one of the reasons why I was so keen on getting it. Um, all right, so my number eight is uh, a game by Elf Creek Games. And that is Merchants of the Dark Road. Nice, yes. Yeah, it it just looks it looks cool. What a, a neat idea! Hey, you know, you've been, you've had summer sun for constant sun yep. for six months, and now you're delved into darkness for six months. So you've got you you know you still have to get food, you still have to get supplies, and so you're basically a merchant that's braving the braving the dark and. Trying to go through and, uh, you know, if you have one thing that I thought was really neat in this one is you had to really, you have to balance uh, your money and your fame. Because if you try to just, you know, go super high on one, the lower of the two on your score is what you're going to score. Right. So it just intrigued me. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for that one. Yeah, that Elf Creek uh, group, I really enjoy. I've met them at a couple conventions you have as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh yeah, I mean, with um, Atlantis Rising under the belt and <gasps> so Honey Buzz under the belt, and this one is kind of next in line. We didn't, uh, I don't know why we didn't end up backing this one, but we ended up It might have been one we missed. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know how we missed it, but we did. But we ended up pre-ordering it through our local game shop. So, yeah, yeah, hopefully that gets here soon. I would like to play that. A lot of people have been talking a lot about that as well. Yeah. It was one of their favorite games. People that played it in 2021... A lot of people did have it on their uh, top 10 list. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, but we'll get to it in 2022. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, my number eight. This one uh, was a game we backed l- later this year. Um, and it looks to me like it could be one of the games out there that finally stands up and competes with both Eclipse and Twilight Imperium. Ooh. And this one is Voidfall yeah. from Mind Clash Games. And this one has the, the, what separates it from the pack or, you know, gives it its own leg to stand on is that it's a big old state, uh, space opera, yeah. just like those two games. But this one involves co-op. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So you can take on the the i think they're called the void or yeah. something like that i forget what the the the, the oh, invaders right. yeah, are called yeah, yeah, yeah. and but you can either play this similar to say eclipse or twilight imperium where everyone's kind of on their yeah, own where it could be a co-op or against each other yeah yeah or you can do the full co-op mode where you're taking on their the invasion of this this group of uh i think they're called the void fallen or something yeah yeah but yeah it looked awesome as soon as i heard a co-op Space opera. Space opera, <laughs> and it looks amazing. It does look nice. It looks so good. Like, it looks just as good or better than both the new Eclipse, Second Dawn for the Galaxy, and Twilight Imperium uh, 4. 
super curious because Eclipse is like one of our favorite games. Yours yes. and like oh, you, it's easily one of my favorite. Yeah. But this one just looks like well, it's Eclipse. There's no co-op whatsoever. No, this will uh, you know scratch a completely different itch. Yeah, being a co-op space opera, it's just not been a thing. Yeah, and it just looks awesome. The components look next level, and we went all out on that Kickstarter. I believe I think we got all the premium, all the. Crazy. I think because that one um, just looked so nice. It did look really, really good. Yeah. And yeah, we went all in on that one. So I'm excited for that one. Hopefully that gets here this year. I think it's supposed to. Um, so fingers we'll crossed that shows up <laughs> in 2022. Yeah. All right. Well, my number seven is our first crossover. Okay. <laughs> that is uh, The Witcher Old World. Oh, cool. Right on. It's by CD Projekt Red, like you had said, and like 14 other publishers. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of them. <laughs> a whole bunch of them. Um, one of the things I remember uh, when we were debating this game and why I think we decided to get it um, is that, and I'm going to compare because another video game IP came out for uh, a Kickstarter last year, which I really wanted to get, and I'll explain why we didn't go for it. Oh, yes. So... Yep. That one, um, so also last year, Skyrim came out, and that yep. board game looked awesome. It looked so good. It looked really nice, and I was like, yes, I can, you know, finally play Skyrim, because I am not a good video gamer <laughs> at <Yeah>. all. <laughs> I leave that to, to Rob, but I, I watch him all the time, and it was a just a cool story and cool, it was just really nice. So I loved watching Skyrim. Um, you had played The Witcher before me, so I didn't get to like really watch the witcher or or maybe played it when i was like with the kids i don't know but yeah. a little bit of both i think mm-hmm. but um with skyrim you had said every time i would go to play the board game i just want to be playing the video game because it is that good and it is yep. that game has been just like stood the test of time yep um however with the witcher with old world this one's a bit different because it's like a prequel like you're yes. you're playing as like before is it Geralt? Yeah, before, before Geralt of Rivera. Yeah. Rivera before Rivera. him. So before the whole, yeah. like, Witcher series. And it's when there are a lot more of the creatures out, a lot more of the bad guys. And so it's a whole bunch of Witchers and you're just yeah. killing Geralt a bunch of bad guys. Geralt is the last Witcher. Yeah. Right? So we're playing as all the ones that came before, before. him. Yes. So I think that was one of the things, too, where it wasn't going to feel as much like you were playing the video game because it wasn't with Geralt. It wasn't with those characters. Um and it's just, yeah, So and it each of those had a different kind of story. So that was my number seven, um, The Witcher Old World. Cool, yeah. I think it looks good. I think it does look good. So ho- hoping uh, yeah. that it delivers. Yeah, and Skyrim, the game, game would have been awesome. great. But yeah, the, and the difference between those two for me is that the Skyrim game, video game, is way better than The Witcher game. Yeah. In that The Witcher has an amazing story. But the actual gameplay of Skyrim is like wide open. You can do anything you want. Where The yeah. Witcher is, like it's it's open, but it's just not the same. Where yeah. the, the Witcher, you're much more uh, streamlined into what you need to do in the game. Okay. Whereas Skyrim, you could just go anywhere and do anything. So this just, might be just an awesome board yeah. game. I hope so. Yeah, yeah I really do. Okay, uh, my number seven. So this one, I just got a shipping notification that it. Um, it has shipped, Yay. and it was supposed to be here in. I don't I even say, know what it is, but I'm excited. <laughs> it was supposed to be here in like November. Oh, okay, I think. one of those. <laughs> yes, so they say it should be here in January, maybe early February. So we might expect it April or May. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, 
Um, but I know it's on a truck now, so it's off oh, a boat that's, and it's that's good. through that's... a warehouse and it's on a truck coming into Canada now. So that makes me hopeful. This one is from Distant Rabbit Games, and this one is called Mantis Falls. Yes. This one, the second I I read about this one on Kickstarter way early last year. Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me about this one. <laughs> it just sounds super cool because it's got a hidden trader involved in it and it's two to three players which is also neat because usually hidden traders are not two to three people right and they're usually like they they usually play better with the more people because then you can add in maybe two hidden traders and thematically in this one i guess what what's happening is you're in this little town called mantis falls that's that's run by um like gangsters or something mafia and you witness whoever basically is first player i think witnesses um it doesn't say. It says witnesses something you shouldn't a crime, have seen. Something you shouldn't yes, have seen, but yeah. You can imagine. Yeah. And you're trying to run and get out of Mantis Falls alive. And the more players you have, you can have two or three. And it's gonna be random whether or not one of those players is a secret trader and working for the mafia trying to yeah. sabotage you. But you could play a two or three player game and nobody is. Yeah. Or one of the three or one of the two. Yeah. Is right. So I just <laughs> really it's excited for this. I love the hidden hidden trader uh mechanic and yeah, apparently just it's never it knowing next few weeks. <laughs> never so, knowing who to trust. I know. Looks really, really good. Yeah. And yeah, this one I, I know if I'd played this one in twenty twenty one it probably would have been my top ten yeah, of last year. So I think so. This is in my number seven most anticipated and I would not be shocked if it's in my top ten of the year at the end of the year. Good pick. Yeah. Thanks. Good pick. All right. Well, uh, for my number six, I'm going a completely different route from uh, from Mantis Falls. This one is published by Kids Table BG and Board Games, I'm assuming. And that is Power Plants. <laughs> yeah, Power Plants. We stumbled on that one, too. Again, yeah, yeah, we stumbled on it. And it looks so fun. It just it looks like there's some kind of big Venus flytrap kind of thing. And uh, you're basically like a wizard or witch and you're growing plants in a community garden, your little wizarding community garden. Yeah. <laughs> and you want to have the best the best patch of, you know, herbs for your potions and stuff. So you're sending sprites out in the middle of the night to go secretly try to boost up your, your garden. And it just looks like fun. Components looked great. There was a great price point, I believe, was, on this yeah. one. And for yeah, it just looked awesome. So yeah, my number six. And that was another one that we had we were just scrolling through the page just yep. trying to find something of interest to talk about. And we're like, wow, this actually looks awesome. And we backed, and we just it, right backed it right away. Right then and there. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that one too. Yeah. Power so plants. Power plants. And it's because uh, that flytrap looks like the Rocky Horror Picture yes. Show plant. Yes. Yeah. So it's a giant man eating yeah. Venus flytrap. It just looks awesome. <laughs> Good picks. So number six, right? Yes. Okay, number six. This one was a uh, of all the things I backed, this might have been one of the most obvious, like, slam dunks that I'm going to back, like, that I would have backed no matter what. Mm-hmm. And this comes from Lauta Palette, <laughs> who makes Eclipse, one of which may or may not be my favorite game on any given day. Yeah. And this is the Egemonia. Yeah. So it's their, their uh, Lauta Palette taking a stab at fantasy. And it's Gloomhaven-y. Right. But more like Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion, where you're using a book as your board and you're flipping through the book and, yeah. and carrying on through y- Ooh, your Oh, this is the one that had those really 
the colors yes. really vibrant, the like and blues yeah, and pinks in and, the book. Ooh, that looked good. Oh yeah, it looks yes, it looks I'm so so good. It looks like they definitely took a page out of Gloomhaven and yep. but are putting their own spin on it now. Literally, probably back anything that Lautablit would put out. Yeah. So <laughs> this one, as soon as I saw that it was made by them, it was fantasy, which we love. Yeah. And just the the look of it, I was like, wow, this is an easy, easy slam dunk. So that would be my easy number six uh, for 2022. And this, oh, is this one? This one is the one I think that I saw that I've seen different uh, time frames. Some that say oh. 2022 and some that say 2023. I so. would not be surprised on this one if it was 2023. No. Just at looking, just if I remember correctly with the type of game and yes. everything that's involved in it, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either, but I'm, hope, I'm putting it on here anyway because I have seen some things, but I want to say their BGG page says 2023. 2022. Oh, but we'll see. I don't know. Maybe Looks we'll have amazing. a Christmas miracle. Yeah, right. <laughs> Get it next Christmas. <laughs> or, you know, Egemonia will be easily in the running for, for the my major top favorite yeah. game of 2023. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's Egemonia. Awesome. All right. My number five is from Eagle Griffin Games and will easily be the most heavy game in our collection when it comes here. Yes. Uh, that would be Weather Machine. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's what a neat theme on this one. You're basically, uh, trying to stop natural disasters with technology. There's like this crazy professor who's made, made this machine that can, you know, stop, change weather patterns and stop. But interestingly enough, as soon as you stop a crazy tornado from happening, you're going to, uh, you know, a hurricane's going to start somewhere else because it's, it has like a butterfly effect or, you know, so, um, super heavy. Yes. And Vitalicerta. Vitalicerta. Yeah. We, yes. And so, and I've, I don't think I've played a Lacerda game. So I'm super excited. This will be my first I've played a dabble few of them, into his games. And I always get games. massacred at them. I'm not good <laughs> at them. But this one does have a cool theme that I totally agree with you. And it looks really nice. It looks amazing. It looks really and nice. We got upgrades for that one too. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. my number five, Weather Machine. Cool. So, yeah. Busting into the top five. Um, this one, oh, another, like, these, you know, top six or seven are, are, are like, super easy slam dunks for me. Um, mm-hmm. This one comes from Awaken Realms, and it is the spiritual successor to a game we already have, and this is Lords of Ragnarok. Yes. We have Lords of Hellas, which is an incredible game. And this one looks to be no different. It looks to be very similar, but then I... Or should I should say, looks similar. Looks similar. Like it has a very similar look. Yeah. The big board on your table, huge minis. Still minis. building up minis. Yeah, you're building yeah. the, the uh, monuments yeah. and such. But, but the actual gameplay. gameplay looks quite a bit different. Yes. So, And I've watched quite a few videos, and it does look different enough. So yes. um, I'm hoping that this is kind of like... Um, just like uh, Blood Rage to uh, Rising Sun to Ankh, where I'm hoping that this one kind of follows in that footstep where it's each one is worth having. Yeah, they're very different games. Different enough, yeah. yes, that you want to have all of these. So yeah. we backed it because it looks amazing. The oh, components look Lords insane. Hellas, so. um, and yeah, I can't say enough about Awakened Realms. They're... Uh, they're high on my list. Everything that they put out there, I'm I'm interested in. So definitely, uh, yeah. Lords of Ragnarok, number five. Good pick. Thanks. All right, my number four. 
uh, is by Earthborn Games. Yes. <laughs> that is Earthborn Rangers. This is a cooperative card game, which is set in the far future, long after we have saved the planet from ourselves, which I thought right in itself was a neat and interesting theme because typically yeah. it's an apocalypse. We've mm-hmm. let, like, the world has imploded because we've destroyed it. Um, because we didn't listen to all the signs and everything that we knew that was going to destroy it. Whereas mm-hmm. in this game, we did listen and we used our technology yeah. to make the world better and we stopped the disaster from happening. And so this is played in the far future and um, it's a, just a very positive game. It's like a branching narrative campaign and uh, really neat because Earthborn Games, this is the first game from them. And it's basically just trying to do things um, that have an environmental impact on it with them. So like yep. recycled cards and, um, you know, we've I've talked about it at length before. So I'll keep it short. But it's just I'm really excited. This is their first game. I, we have like playmats coming that are like some type of rubber. Like it's not the neoprene. Yeah, it's apparently um, more yeah. environmentally friendly and yeah. recycled and things like that. So yeah. I'm excited to see how they hold up, how like that's kind of I'm, I'm very excited for that aspect as well as the game. So yeah, just I to agree. see what the components are like and yeah. how it holds up. I'm curious to see exactly how these things hold up. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it should be cool. I'm so, excited. Yeah. My number four, Earthborn Rangers. Cool. Um, this one, number four for me might be, I keep talking about these slam dunks, but I think this one might be like <laughs> the absolute the biggest, slam dunk of slam easiest dunks. decision I made in any of these. And I know it's number four, but this I think was the most automatic um, backing that we've made. And this comes from Cephalofair, and this is Frosthaven. And yeah, so <laughs> Gloomhaven, we've played that's the most countless obvious yeah. hours of Gloomhaven, and love it. We we oh, know yeah. how to play it. We we get it. We you know it was a big thing to begin with, like learning how to play this game. Yeah. But now we we're you know we've played well, like a hundred and thirty or forty hours of the game, and we're nearly finished it. We haven't quite finished it. I we've mean, talked about this before, where this um, COVID happened, schedules happened and with COVID a lot. <laughs> and stuff has kind of put a halt yeah. on Gloomhaven. But we are close to finishing it, and love that game. And Frosthaven appears to be just Gloomhaven with way more things and more interesting things where you're actually building up the city of Frosthaven and you're using the buildings in Frosthaven to do things for you. Yeah. And you can collect resources outside of Frosthaven on your adventures and bring them back into Frosthaven and take them to say the blacksmith and get them to build you things. It's definitely neat having that extra, like, or it's definitely, it will be neat, exciting to have that stuff added in so that it's not the same thing over and over not that that was a problem because we obviously loved the game (laughs) played it a ton but yeah it will be nice having those added elements just to see how it changes the game and what it brings to it and i think i honestly think it's going to be better i think it's going to just do all the things all the things gloomhaven did well and then make it even better that's that's probably his hope right oh Um, for sure children's right like trying to just yep I am yeah. so excited. This was, I think this was the easiest automatic backing I've made on this list where I just said, okay, he's making another one. Click. Boom. <laughs> oh, for sure. Don't even care. I don't, that cost. wasn't, that wasn't a question. We knew we were going to, as yeah. soon as we heard Frosthaven, we knew we were going to yeah. go in on that one. And yeah, and that's at my number four. Nice. So I have three more that I'm more anticipated for. It's kind of <laughs> weird, but yeah, no. All right. Super excited. And that again should like originally should have been here in 2021. Yeah. But, 
they've faced a whole bunch of issues with yeah um their packaging and all sorts of things so yeah 2022 for sure it'll yeah. be here okay my number three uh our second crossover mm. this one is uh by stone sword games senjutsu battle cool. for japan yes this game just looks so cool, and the idea of the trilogy of the games, where it's showing different types of warriors through different um, different parts of Japanese history kind of thing, and yeah. it just, yeah, it looks so cool. For everything you said before, I'm uh, I'm super excited about this. It, does, it just, yeah, it looks incredible, and the fact that they're doing this samurai trilogy of three wildly different games. It's going to be what you had said before when you were, um, what was that? What the, just recently, the one you were saying where you were hoping it was going to be like, um, blood rage and rising sun. Oh, and like, uh, Lords of Ragnarok. Like Lords of Ragnarok. Yeah. That's kind of what this one, cause they're, they're three well, very different games using different, different yes. mechanic, like just totally different types of games. So yeah. I'm, and if this game, Sorry, but if this game no, no. really delivers the way we're hoping, it'll make easy decisions to back the second oh, one and for easy sure. decision to back the third one. But I mean, if this game were to be like a flop, a flop and dud, <laughs> we might think twice about number two and number three. Yeah. But if this one delivers, then it's going to be an automatic back yeah. for the other ones. So yeah. And with my number three uh, most anticipated, I'm hoping it's not a flop. <laughs> it oh, looks, I don't think it so. Looks I'm, not, great. I'm not suggesting it I will know, be. I know, I know, but. It'll just make backing the that next much two easier. that much easier. Yeah, but yeah, that's my number three: Senjutsu Battle for Japan. Great. <clears throat> so my number three. Um, so my list I've scraped, scratched things out all over the place. Where originally I had this one as number one, um, and then it got bumped to number two, and then finally bumped to number three <laughs> um, because I kept remembering things. But um, oh yeah, this there's one, this game. Oh yeah, this one could be my most anticipated except for i just don't know how it's going to play okay um i think the theme is i think the most anticipated i am or slightly uh, at least number two anticipated is a tough thing to, to yeah. uh to decide about upon but this one could easily become my favorite game from 2022 if it does what i'm thinking it's going to do but i'm just not sure how this is going to work okay but this one is from the Third World Studios, and that's the Stuff of Legend. Right. We talked about this in our last episode. This game looks so, so good. Oh, my gosh. And it's all based, again, it's all based off of this little boy in his bedroom during World War II in, in the Bronx in New York. And it's everyone's depressed and angry and sad and scared. And he's got his, his little toys in his room. And I guess to escape reality, he plays with these toys. But then the boogeyman comes out of his closet and, and uh, captures him and takes him into the closet and his toys come to life and they're going into the closet to save him so or cool. die. Yeah. And when they go into the closet, they, they transform turn from toys into these great big creatures. Yeah. Like the teddy bear turns into a grizzly bear and so yeah. forth. And it's all about them trying to get him back. And I think that's just the it's coolest Such theme. a cool theme. Like when you think of, <laughs> take a bit of a, a change here, but when you think of like Toy Story, and you well, think of yeah. Andy and how um, how Buzz and Woody and all the toys like would do anything for Andy, right? Yeah. Like how much they they love him because of how much he plays with them and appreciates them. It's it's like this, but on a completely different level. Yeah. Like I'm getting you back. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
And if this one so had, cool. if this one had like a pedigree behind it that I knew, like it's kind of based off this kind of system or this game came before it that was really really good, and this is going to be kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just don't know how the game is going to play. Yeah. And I'm really, really hoping that it's as good as I'm hoping. But because this this is probably my favorite theme uh, so far. And yeah, otherwise, yeah, this one started off as my number one, sitting at my number three. But I would not be surprised if this game is my favorite from 2022. Oh, yeah. I um, I won't be surprised either. That, that game just looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. The sooner this game gets here, the better. Because <laughs> ever since I backed it, I wanted to play it. Yeah. So that's number three. All right, good pick. All right, so my number two. I'm looking at it now, and I'm wondering if I messed up, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I I say that because I'm not sure if it's gonna come out in 2022. Which now I'm thinking it's not. It's probably 2023, but it's or it, but it got announced now. But the Kickstarter hasn't happened yet, so it's probably later. But that is Jurassic World: The Legacy of Isla Nublar by Funko Games. I believe this is going to be ready to go, and even mid 2022, because oh. I believe it's all ready to go. Funko um, had this game, copies of it to play at PAX. Okay. Unplugged. Okay. Then yes, then definitely I, I didn't make a mistake. I'm, I'm hopeful. pretty sure it's going to be coming out in, like, delivering in 2022. Because, oh my goodness, Jurassic World, Jurassic Park legacy game yes. that we can play with the kids. Yep. Just, my goodness, I'm excited. <laughs> it is going to be incredible. It's going to be, I think it's going to be fantastic. Yes. So that's my number two. Jurassic World, The Legacy of Isla Nublar. Yep. Uh, great pick. My number two um, was number one on my list at one point until I started <laughs> remembering things. And this one also comes from Awakened Realms. And this is one that we didn't get in on the Kickstarter, but I got in on a late pledge, um, which is, yeah, I guess the, a similar thing. But I, I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to be missing anything or not. I don't think so. But this one is the... ISS Vanguard, and this one is basically Star Trek, the board game. So this will be to Star Trek as Nemesis was to Aliens. So they just don't have the IP. Yes. But it's obviously obviously (laughs) Star Trek. really influenced by Star Trek, and you're going to be sailing through the cosmos to different planets because your book, again, the board is a book. So in the book... You're going to be going, and it's a big, thick book. Okay. And you're going to be going to all these different planets, and you're going to have your ship, and you're going to be beaming down to the planet to get things off the planet, and then beaming back up to the ship and cruising around and doing all these things, gaining crew members and losing crew members. And it just looks really, really good. And yeah, I got in on the late pledge. I, I'm hoping that this gives us the experience that we want. Um, I'm sure it will. I think so. Awakened Realms literally has never disappointed me. Yeah. So uh, this one should be no different. And yeah, I'm super excited for it. I think this one's going to be a slam dunk, a lot of fun. Because Star Trek is not a thing that I've been huge into in my life, but I still yeah. really, really appreciate it. And um, I think this is going to be a, the best taste of Star Trek as a board game you're ever going to find. Cool. So, that intrigues me. We shall see. Yeah. yeah. ISS Vanguard. All right. Well, down to my number one. Um by Third World Studios and our third crossover nice. so far, that would be The Stuff 
of legend yes for everything you said this game just the artwork is fantastic it bring it pulls you in like just seeing the difference between the stuffed animals and the toys versus what they turn into yep. that kind of creepy um like war era art like it just it's and just the story i think the story aspect behind it your your toys coming to save you yeah and just that that much that they have that much passion for you i'm just i don't know I, no, the I story know. just sounds so awesome i know i think it, it's yeah it's honestly i could probably take these top three and just tie them all oh, for, for my sure. number one yeah um but yeah, Stuff of Legend is going to be crazy good. If, yeah. if if the game plays well, this game is going to be amazing. Yeah. I cannot wait. But yes, my number one, The Stuff of Legend. All right. Leaving me with my number one. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it is our fourth crossover. Oh, you beat me out right at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, the Jurassic World legacy of Isla Nublar from Funko Games for all the things we talked about. Nice. It's uh, going to be a huge hit in our house because all four of us love Jurassic Park and Jurassic World and you get to play through all the movies and yeah do all the things and it's a legacy game I don't know it's just going yeah. to be great this is my number one <clears throat> and two could have been interchangeable yes exactly <laughs> it, I'm uh, so excited for that yeah I can't wait I cannot wait for this game and I believe I, I've checked a few different places and I believe it is going to deliver in 2022 so I think this one is ready to rock the, yes. the kickstarter comes out yes. soon but i think it's going, yeah i think it's going to deliver this year so i cannot wait that for that one is going to be i'm gonna have to see what the age is on it though because that's one i'm not gonna want to wait to play no but um so we might just have our youngest sit in and help help yeah. one of us make decisions and we can play like a three-player version of it yeah and, and go on but yeah, I think he'll just kind of sit and help. Yeah, yeah I think so. Did you have any, um, um, what you call... Uh, Special mentions or whatever? Yeah. Um, the other 20 that didn't yeah, make it on the list. A lot of the ones, like, obviously that you had said here, I, uh, like Frosthaven, um, was one that I'm excited for. I think that one didn't go on my list because we're not completed we haven't completed gloomhaven yet yeah and i really want to finish it before i get too excited about it i'm obviously excited for it um but uh but yeah i know um i think a lot of those ones that that you had on there too there were so many there were there was another one with um the ragnarok kind of theme where not yeah. ragnarok but the, the Greek. battles right yeah yeah, yep. yeah yeah that one seemed really cool because you're the the two different kind of heroes the Greek versus Roman or something or right. And you're, aren't, aren't the gods battling, like trying to figure out. Well, it's, it's Ragnarok though. So it's like, um, it's, oh, it's, uh, oh, it's like, is it like the gods versus. I can't like, remember exactly, people? but it's, it's it, anyways, it's Norse, really neat. Right? Norse gods. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It looks so maybe awesome. it's Greek versus Norse or something. Another few, like I put, I had on my list, but it just had to scratch it off was now or never, which, yep. which, was supposed to be a 2021, which is, I guess, coming in 2022 from uh, uh, Red Raven. Mantis Falls, I'm also super excited yeah. for. It was on your list. And I knew uh, it would be. <laughs> Beast yes, was yeah. one I was really interested in where you're um, trying to take back your your forest homeland from the intruders with your big yeah. magical beast. And that was neat because they thought they were going to be able to 
you know, oh, look at this. We'll just go deplete all their resources. And then nature starts fighting back. Yep. It's like, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> I don't think so. And then there's Monster Hunter World that we have coming. It's based on the video game. Just monster Very, hunting? You're literally just hunting <laughs> monsters. Yeah. Marvel United X-Men. Yes. Which uh, I know that's come up for a lot of people in, in one wave shipping. But we got, the, or two wave shipping. We got the one wave shipping where everything's going to come this yeah, year. And we're so gonna we're, get we don't have the that X-Men one yet. And the play mats and the Guardians of the Galaxy and all that stuff. And that Six Siege looked like a lot of fun. It's another skirmish game based on the Rainbow Six series, where you're kind of some people are the um, like the SWAT team, the yeah. six the uh, Rainbow Six team versus like some terrorist type people inside a building. And yeah, there's lots of lots of good stuff to look forward to this year. Oh yeah, that I'm Valorant, super excited. Uh, Valorant Villainy, Ludwig's Labyrinth looks yeah, really fun. Yeah, that looked fun. Yeah, this so, looked like a funny kind of game to play. The art was all cartoony and just yeah. hilarious, and looks that looks really good. good. And then yeah, like you said, uh, Merchants of the Dark Road looks really good. Boone Lake looks really good. Yeah, I'm very intrigued by Earthborn Rangers to see how that all yeah. unfolds. That's um, that's like in a. I'm anticipating the game and the whole package. Yeah, just to see everything and and see what it's like because yeah. And weather machine, like you said, I, yeah. like Lacerda. Hopefully, um, <laughs> I can do all right at this one. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I haven't played any of them, so no. But yeah, it'll no, be it's the a, same it's thing. It's a good list. It's going to be a good year for games. Oh yeah, the twenty twenty one was a really good year. The twenty twenty two looks like it might be even better. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to get our hands on some of these. But I think that's the end of our first episode from twenty twenty two. Yeah, and. So we're going to get running. Um, you can uh, catch us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, on our YouTube, The Meeple Dungeon, where I just put up a new video yeah. of an unboxing of a game that just snuck in. It's actually our first game of 2022, actually, technically. And I didn't put it on the list because we already have it here. Um, but I think this could be one of my favorites of 2022. Yeah. And that's Steam Watchers. And we didn't Mythic put it on Games. the new to collection because we had no. just done that. And we're going to be playing video. that soon and we're going to be doing a review but you can see an unboxing of that on our youtube channel it's a gigantic box yes and the components are pretty <laughs> crazy so you might want to check that out yeah. and um yeah if you want to contact us uh the meeple dungeon at gmail.com for any inquiries of any sort and yeah we're gonna run so we'll see you next week cheers have a great week bye-bye